Addiction is when you are sick of it, you're tired of it, but now you don't have power over it. There was a huge hole in me, and unfortunately, pornography filled that hole. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist On Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers and a real God. Today, we're going to talk about porn addiction from the girl's perspective and how it can affect a woman's psyche in a negative way. In our last show, Pamela Porter told us about how she became a porn addict since the age of 12 and that there were some deep past wounds of sexual molestation since she was six that opened her life up to sexuality at a very young age. She told us that when she discovered pornography, it became an instant addiction. And even though there was temporary gratification, in the long run, it started making her hate herself. And she even started trying to commit suicide from the wounds of her past and the addiction of the present. Pamela, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very grateful to be here to share my testimony. Wonderful, Pamela. We are grateful that you're even talking about this sensitive topic. Let's get right into it. I understand that this pornography addiction had you spending many hours behind closed doors. Did this addiction have negative consequences besides the self-hatred you told us about earlier? Absolutely. It affected every area of my life. I became more and more distant from my family, from my friends. I was pretty much what you consider missing in action when it came to that. I couldn't concentrate at work. I couldn't concentrate at school. It became to the point where it was compulsive, Hmm. where it affected me in the middle of the day during schoolwork or in the middle of the day during a job. So it had very much so taken over and I began to function abnormally. And now that I look back on it, I'm surprised that no one noticed. Mm. But like I said, I think you become a master of many masks and you learn how to hide it very well. But it definitely took over. Mm, I understand. Pornography usually has a lot of photoshopping, editing, you know, and makeup that makes people look a certain way. Did this addiction cause body image issues for you? As a woman, it just made you feel low. I just felt low and dirty and unworthy. And because of this sexual abuse, I already had a low self-image. So it just continued. It just grew into something where, like, I didn't just not like myself. I hated myself. I hated how I looked. I hated how I was. And there was no type of love for the person that I was. Hmm. During this time of addiction, I understand it lasted over three years where you had binge on pornography excessively, but you felt negatively about God, even though you were by name a Christian. Tell us about your relationship with God at that point. Absolutely. I went away to college. And when I went away to college, even though I had spent my life in church, I pretty much told God, like, look, I'm done. I'm angry that you weren't there for me. Like, you know, I was a child. How could you allow this to happen to me? I'm not going to go around telling people I'm a Christian and I hate myself and I'm angry with you. And I just walked away from the Lord. And I'm so grateful that during that crazy time of my life where I really tried everything that I could, that God still loved me. And he loved me so much that one of my last years on campus, age 20, I was involved in a car crash that was 
was fatal. Other people died. And it was in that car crash that God audibly spoke to me and said, the only reason you didn't die was because I still have a plan and a purpose for you. And that is what began my shift or my change or my turnaround to try to find my way back to God and honestly find my way back to myself because I didn't know who I was. Mm, Wow. That is an unexpected turn in your life. I mean, you were angry with God. You were doing your own thing. And then he suddenly gets a hold of you and audibly speaks to you. How did that accident and that encounter with God change your life? I mean, I literally did a 180. I left school. I came home and thank God he had a mentor assigned. And I really believe that she was assigned to me. I came into her life, kind of stumbled into her life. I was a mess. I was a wreck. And for the first time in my life, I felt like someone actually saw me and she knew that something wasn't right and requested that I start taking counseling sessions with her. And it was during those counseling sessions that everything, all the ugliness, all the nastiness, all the pornography, all the abuse just started to spill out. And I'm so grateful for that time because it was through her counseling, through her mentorship that I began to get healing that I never had in my life. That is amazing. But what of the addiction? I understand you're still dealing with that addiction and that it didn't magically disappear. Absolutely. That's why it's called addiction. You're doing what you don't want to do anymore. Addiction is when you are sick of it. You're tired of it. But now it has consumed such a large part of your life that you don't have power over it. And at the end of the day, there was a huge hole in me. And unfortunately, pornography filled that hole. I think a lot of people are dealing with a hole in their heart. I think we can all do this. We can try to fill the hole in our hearts with something else. Does God really have the ability to fill that hole in our hearts, Pamela? Absolutely. You know, my mentor taught me something that was very powerful. She said, it's hard to love someone with a hole in their heart. Mm. So no matter what you pour in there, no matter what you fill it up with, it's never going to be enough. And when she told me that, it was like a light bulb came on. And I said, oh my gosh, that's me. I have a hole in my heart. God, I want you to fill that hole. I don't want to be empty. And once I started to fill that hole with the things of God, it brought closure. There were doors that were wide open in my life that hadn't been dealt with since I was a little child. So even Mm. though I was an adult, the little girl in me was very much so lost and bewildered, if you will, on the inside of me because I had never helped her deal with what she had to suffer through in the she went through. Hmm. I think a lot of people listening right now, even women, might have an issue with porn use. And maybe they're feeling guilty about it and they don't know what to do. Maybe they feel like God couldn't even forgive them for all the hidden sin in their lives. Now, what would you say to that person right now? You know, the wonderful thing about our God is that he hates sin, but he loves us. And that is why we can receive his forgiveness. We serve a God that forgives people. But a lot of the problems with people that have addictions is that we have to learn how to forgive ourselves first. Then you can receive the forgiveness of God. And so God loves you. No matter what you've done, no matter how bad you've been, no matter how many times you said, I'm going to stop and you keep doing it, God loves you. And he wants to bring you to a place where you can love yourself. And Mm -hmm. so freedom is possible and it's possible because the love of God is there and it does exist. Pamela, your honesty about your past is so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing. I think it sheds a lot of light how pornography use can affect women in a very negative way. Thanks so much again for being on our show. 
Thank you so much for having me. Hang tight. Let's talk more about this right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how He can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at AwakeningTheNations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's AwakeningTheNations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back, where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what are you thinking about this? What really stood out to me was that porn was something she consumed a little here, a little there, but it wasn't enough. And it developed into an addiction where she couldn't get enough. But even after all that porn use, she still felt emptiness. Weird, huh? I mean, she was trying to fill a hole in her life that was unfillable, at least is what it sounded like. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. I know when I was dealing with my porn addiction as a former atheist, I felt like I couldn't get enough. And the more porn I consumed, it seemed like I needed more and more. The demand grew larger and larger. It's almost like that hole in my heart, it started like it was small, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And no wonder, as an ancient scripture says in Proverbs 27, 20, hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. So the truth, our eyes will never be satisfied. I mean, that's just interesting. Think about that in relation to porn use, which is literally involving the eyes and the mind. No matter how much porn, no matter how much we fill our eyes, just like hell and destruction are never full, our eyes will never be satisfied. They'll never be enough. No matter how much you view, it will never be enough. It's like a complete trap. Then what to do with that empty feeling inside? If we can't help to try to fill it with something, what do we do? Well, look what this precious Bible verse reveals about the secret of our hearts. If you lean in and listen, something is going to happen. In John 6, 35, it says, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Jesus is talking about something that will actually fill us inside so we aren't always looking and longing for something else. According to this ancient scripture, when we come to Jesus... He will give us himself as this like spiritual bread and drink in our lives so that our heart will actually become filled and therefore our eyes will become satisfied. As Pamela attested to this, I can attest to this as well. And I know that when I came to know Christ, as I started reading his holy scriptures, I somehow was starting to get filled on the inside so that that big gaping hole in my heart from the porn and just from emptiness it seemed to be shrinking, almost like it was getting filled. Or like maybe my heart was getting made whole, like it was being repaired. What about you, my friend? Are you constantly on the lookout for something to bring fulfillment into your life? 
Maybe you found yourself caught in this porn cycle of creating more of a hunger for the wrong things in your life. I have good news for you. You can come to Jesus and He will fill you in the right way that will make it so that you don't need this porn anymore. My friend, let's pray and come to Jesus and ask Him to fill us. Lord Jesus, just take a moment to come to you with my friend. And Lord God, honestly, deep inside, we know that the porn It's not filling. And honestly, we can feel horrible afterwards. Maybe guilty and we feel shamed. You know, we don't go out in the open and talk about it. And Father, we just walk around with this shame in our lives. So Father, I'm praying for my friend who might be feeling that, Lord. We just surrender that to you. We give it to you, Lord. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, for the person who's never received you, Jesus, we receive you and we believe in you. We ask for you, Lord God. We ask for that bread so that we'll never hunger. We ask for that drink so that we won't be thirsty, that you would fulfill our lives, give us lives filled with fulfillment. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. I hope you were blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.